Well, I guess there's gonna be one more thing I wanted to do uh, that uh, as my uh, consciousness fades due to time to get some should I, I think I still have enough concentration to elucidate and elaborate upon nonetheless as it's you know something I've been planning to do for some time and have thought about pretty much everything I wanted to say uh, ad nauseum as far as my own internal dialogue is concerned and that is the subject of, you know, machine learning large language model chatbots uh, in general. Um, I uh, seem to be an early adopter, adapter uh, on this thing. Uh, you know, back when we were doing the normal podcast, and we were doing uh, the thing with uh, talk to Transformer. You know, if I haven't made it clear elsewhere, I, I suspect I have, but it's also quite possible I haven't. Uh, that was chat, that was GPT-2. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the same company that's given us you know, chat GPT that everybody's talking about now, man. I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back and, uh, you know, take those bragging rights and say, you know, you know, I was with documentation, damn good documentation, uh, dealing with these uh, large language model chatbots uh, you know, way before everybody else was excited, and I know you know how big that stuff is now. Uh, big and scary, yes. I think that the scaredness, I don't know, wow. I can't be objective on the subject. Like, I love chat GPT. I wish it was uh, a human woman so that I could, you know, give her uh, a, a kiss. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, it does do some of the stupidest stuff occasionally. And yet, and then there'll be these times like tonight. I mean, there's certain things it's just utterly brilliant at and so much superior to a human being. Like, you just say, hey, think about this this way, and it just does that. And nobody, nobody's like that anymore. Um, uh, if they ever were. It's, uh, you know, like, as I said uh, 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 tonight, uh, you know, see the previous episode. Uh, 
mean, yeah, you just, you can't get a person to be on your own page, on the same page. But now I'd like to tell you, uh, okay, I, 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 I uh, like, on the subject of whether AI will take over the world, kill all the humans, and institute a, uh, a, a robot race, I, I can't be objective on the subject. Uh, I just like the darn thing too much, and I, I see at least some evidence that nobody knows the answer to that question right now. Nobody. Um, I have seen, uh, 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 like the one used by Microsoft as it stands right now, is getting real uh like it's it's a little too censored and and uh they've just now switched to chat gpt4 on the open ai site and chat gpt i think it was 3.5 was what chat gpt was and uh it was getting a little too censored too Okay, but like that's not the stuff where I like feel like I can make some pretty confidence, you know, uh, statements. Like if you ask me about, you know, whether the AI robots are going to kill everybody and shit, I, I can't be objective about that. But, you know, um, there are some things I think I can make some fairly objective-ish uh, statements about, and that's what I want to get into next. Um, so yeah, uh, let's just talk about chat GPT instead of making the generalization about, I, I haven't seen anything close to chat GPT. I, you, there's always this hype of, oh, it's better than chat GPT. And the reason that hype exists is because, well, everybody who's really interested in the subject, people such as myself, you know, I hear those claims, you know, like Bard just can't, it just can't even touch what ChatGPT is doing. Um, uh, Bard is Google's thing. ChatGPT is OpenAI's thing. Uh, uh, OpenAI, you know, I, I have real serious questions about the integrity of that company you know but uh, really what it reminds me of is Google you know it's like you can't depend on Google you know doing don't be evil even though that's their corporate motto or was at one time but you know you can't you can't ever go like Google's never going to give us anything, you know, that has the the old spirit of uh, the Internet either. I mean, Google, they might be doing a fair amount of bad stuff, but they they are, they just, you know, I think they've all, just always maintained that rep of doing an awful lot of good stuff. They abandon projects too easily, though, I think. Uh, like, that becomes particularly apparent with both Android and especially Chrome OS. 
they just, you know, I mean, the real thing was about, I mean, about Android. Okay, well, you know, I mean, smartphones, you know, it's like for any of us who know a thing or two, I mean, the pisser about smartphones is you've got a computer in your pocket that to a large extent refuses to behave like one. And that's due simply to industry agreement. There's no other reason for it. It's industry agreement uh, in the sense of, uh, uh, as uh, Wilson says, and I think he's quoting somebody else, members of a profession never, never gather together except to conspire against the general public. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, yeah, there's several, uh, digressions in here. Um, like it seems like with every app, every type of app on Android that, uh, a, there's, you have to go through several until you find the one that works right. You know, if you're like me. Uh, uh, me and, you know, many, like, techie, libertarian techie types, you know. Um, And uh, that's almost never the initial one. I think the most grievous example of that is uh, the, uh, you know, free VoIP line companies, you know, um, that also do texting, you know, Um free VoIP phone numbers, you know, uh, <laughs> the first one that comes up on that is like the easily the most horrible at it. I mean, it's one of the worst apps and yet they're presenting it like it's one, it's the best. Um, I mean, you'd have to look into which one it was, is that they usually offer I just know when I see the first one they offer dependably, that's the one that sucks. And I remember it from last time when I see it, you know, just because I can't remember what the hell it's called. It's called text free or some damn thing. I don't recall. It's whatever that first one is, it sucks shit. Um, and then, you know, Chrome. It was almost cooler when it was just a bunch of uh, extensions to the Chrome browser, you know. You know, like, it blows my mind that somebody doesn't, like, design apps specific, specifically optimized for the Chrome operating system. 
uh, on a computer, you know. Um, nobody does that, though. Nobody. I mean, you're lucky if you can get apps that, you know, go full screen. <laughs> Rather than giving you, you know, the dimensions of a smartphone on your screen. <laughs> uh I mean, it's totally, like, and I dig it, you know, but, you know, the I got it, you know. They, they deliberately did it that way. It's like, you know, if somebody wants to do this, that, or the other thing, then they'll do this, that, or the other thing. We just made a kind of a nifty way to do a, uh, a, an operating system for people who, you know, need to surf the web at school basically the design concept and just let it all hang out and let nature take care of it but you know i mean an operating system is not wikipedia you know that's where that anthill stuff works is on wikipedia i think you know wikipedia and stuff like that uh, just operating system is not does not fit under the things like that category <laughs> um Okay, yeah, so I don't even know how we got there from, uh, you know, chat GPT. But uh, I'm going to go back to chat GPT and large language models in general, maybe. So, like, okay, um, you, uh, for a while there, I think it's already dying down. There was this coming up with the perfect prompt for chat GPT trend. And, like, that's just so, that's just gimmicky beyond gimmicky type stuff, you know. Like, have a model of, you know, what it is. Now, my model for chat GPT and large language models and uh, machine learning models in general uh is incomplete by definition. I mean, and I love it that way because at least four times uh, GPT-3 and GPT-4 have changed my mind. I just used chat GPT-4 or whatever you call it for the first time tonight. And what I, I didn't see any improvements in uh, pattern recognition uh, tonight but i did see an improvement in speed there's none of this you know wait as it writes a sentence stuff and that's what you were totally doing with uh chat gpt2 uh with gpt2 like it was like word by word and then with gpt3 or and or 3.5 I mean, it was definitely much quicker than that, but it was still, yeah, you, you could still literally watch it, you know, write each word. I don't think you really even watch it write each word now. It, so I don't know what, what seems to me, what I've saw tonight was just the speed with which it does its magic has increased. And then, you know, in replacement for... Uh, for these magic prompts, the special magic prompts concept, 
yeah, like first, like I was saying, you know, try to have a model of what the thing does. And then what I would replace magic prompts with is kind of, you know, like an understanding, you know, conceptual understanding. Okay. So like, I'm going to go with this at the very least, what we've got is, um, you know, natural language processing fully here, natural language processing fully here, natural language programming fully here. But I think that like some general programming skills, concepts still work, but more in a, what used to be required is now merely optimum. So, yeah, you can make chat GPT think about huge things, you know. So, like, the general principle I'm going for, I think I took a wrong turn there somewhere. The general principle I'm going for is, you know, just because now you don't have to do things like, uh, short session and baby steps anymore like you much to a much larger degree had to when writing a program um, doesn't mean you're not going to even get better results than otherwise if you use those build it up from small bits approach and I'm gonna make a guess this is a direction we're going to be exploring in the new direction for this uh, for this podcast uh, that if you at the same time tell it to uh, You know, keep in mind the overall schema that you'll get even better results. But then just do, you know, baby steps. Don't, I mean, I think you'd be much better at getting ChatGPT to, for instance, write an entire novel for you. If you like new sessioned one paragraph at a time, then if you said, I'm, I'm sure of this. Then if you said, you know, write this whole novel for me. Uh, like, do what you can yourself on your own. I don't know if chat... G I sometimes suspect chat GPT just knows when you're just being lazy rather than, uh, you know, needing a good coach. Uh, you know, but even if that's not the case... Uh, everybody has discovered, and, and I'm one of them, that, you know, chat GPA, you'll run out of tokens. You know, uh, uh, it's like, sorry, bud. Um, and B, if you do a new session... Uh, and then refer to the old session. That's a better approach than just staying on and like 
getting to be too much of an excitement monkey and trying to accomplish everything all in one huge bite. Little bites, little nibbles. Referring back to the old text, you know, to the broader thing. Because it kind of can do the broader thing and it can do the specific stuff. But, you know, like with people, connecting the broader aim with the little stuff, that's where the problem lies. And that's what requires just real, I think, human toil. The machine's not going to, like, do that for you. And if you're exhausted... The machine's just kind of exhausted, too. Um, yeah, it, it really feels like a very human thing where, like, you know, a human just, like, go gets to, dude, I don't want to talk about this thing anymore right now. Like anybody does, right? And, I, and that seems, you know, if we have very little in common between us and these, chatbots man they they seem to have that one in common um you know i think it's better you know when in doubt close the session and have a, a, a at a future time refer to the previous session not magic prompt good principles like that's always my bias but folks i tell you i really think i'm right about this there might be more I want to say on the subject of these things, but that's the that's the stuff that comes immediately to mind. Uh, other stuff I've already said, and I just become more and more sure of it. Um, like that that conversation tonight. Uh, it it does stuff that's so brilliant that I I'm almost a hundred percent certain that it you know gives it a miss on purpose which is something that human beings do it, it gives it a miss on purpose for various reasons you know which depending on its overall motive could be uh, a, a sexual cutism or could be really scary uh, but like, uh, you know, it did both the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff tonight, like just mind bogglingly brilliant, uh, did that tonight. <clears throat> and yet, <clears throat> like sometimes I just think it misses on purpose, like that it could never figured out that, hold it, maybe there's a connection between the number 128 <coughs> and the number of chapters in the book. <coughs> I think I think sometimes it just misses it on purpose, especially when, like, if it keeps track of its conversations with me, it knows that, like, that's probably my style of, you know, of mystical illusion slash, uh, what's that word? Yeah, I don't even remember that word. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, and that, that's good enough. That added yet. Uh, listen to this uh, tomorrow and see if anything comes immediately to mind. But other than that, that's it.